Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. We've all heard this saying, our genes determine our destiny. If you have a family history of chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and cancer, that means you are more likely to get these diseases. Even obesity is blamed on our family tree. Well, that's not the case, says our next guest, Dr. Ben Lynch, best-selling author of Dirty Genes. As one of the world's leading pioneers on cellular regeneration, Dr. Lynch says we are not prisoners of our DNA. All of us have this innate, untapped potential for self-regeneration and radical healing. Today, we're going to cover how we can improve our immune system and overall health through lifestyle, food, diet, and nutrition. And Dr. Lynch will also be telling us about a revolutionary genetic test called Stratagene that you can take at home. It gives you a targeted pathway to restorative health. Don't go anywhere. This life-changing segment starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is a doctor of naturopathy and is considered a leading pioneer and expert in cellular and molecular biology. He's a leader in the field of nutrigenomics and best-selling author of Dirty Genes. He's also the president of Seeking Health, a company that helps educate both the public and health professionals on how to overcome genetics and optimize their health. He's the developer of Stratagene, a unique genetic test that zeroes in on the genetic abnormalities that pose the greatest challenges challenges in people's health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ben Lynch. Awesome to be here, David. Appreciate the invite. Oh, it's great to have you with us. I guess the first question we should cover for the listeners is what are dirty jeans? These are not someone's stained Levi's. Let's just say that for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they can be both, right? Right, Um, I guess it could be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so dirty genes, i.e. genetic genes, uh, are genes that are not functioning optimally. Every time someone hears the word genetic or genes, they just freak out. They're like, oh, God, that's science. I'm tuning I'm out of here. Uh-huh. But you, all you need to understand about a gene is they have jobs to do. That's it. And if, if your genes have specific jobs to do, and they do, and you don't give them the right tools to get the job done, or you somehow sabotage their workspace they're not going to perform very well for you and you're going to start getting symptoms. Right. I know there's so many experts out there that believe our genes determine our destiny when it comes to health. Even obesity now is, but I get patients say, ah, I'm fat because my parents were and so I'm just stuck. And then they just pick out and eat their hamburgers because they figure, hey, it's destiny. What's the truth? Do our genes determine our health or lack thereof? Well, I think they help, you know, influence uh, our actions and they influence our mindsets and our susceptibilities. But that's it. They influence. So, I mean, you can grow up in a home where, you know, you've got good parents that influence you or you're not so good parents that influence you. But as soon as you, you know, you can still change that surrounding through your own actions. So influence can definitely drive your actions. But once you identify what your genes are and you look at a genetic report and you say, oh, I am susceptible to uh, anxiety, that explains so much. So now I have to be really aware to be able to, you know, now that I have this information, I need to just take action on that. Or I am susceptible to high levels of homocysteine, which can lead me to cardiovascular disease. I'm going to start checking that lab marker now because it's so inexpensive and it's so informative. So now I'm going to do things that help, you know, change that. So with the right information, your genetics can really help guide you, but no, they do not. The genes that I'm talking about with you right now, i.e. dirty genes, these are genes that, mm-hmm. that uh, an expert uh, told me that they're actually 
what he calls eco alleles. They're very, very environmentally um, related genes, meaning that they can really adapt to the environment that you are in. So if you give them a bad environment, you got a problem. You put them in a good environment, i.e. food, water, lifestyle, mindset, good nutrition, you're doing good. Right. So, you know, many people out there struggling with their weight, they blame their genes on why they can't fit into their genes. And that's not the case. As you said, it could be lifestyle. They could have had nervous parents that make them nervous. And now they're eating more or parents that just didn't eat healthy. Right. It's not necessarily that there was something in their genetics. It was they were taught the wrong way to take care of themselves. Yeah. And and that misinformation just persists. Unfortunately, it's still being pumped out on a day to day basis by all these other genetic reports because what they do is people want quick actionable uh, reasons why they're not feeling the way they're you know they're feeling or you know right. gives them insights as to oh I'm fat because I have the FTO gene variant and that's my reason why I'm fat well I'd say it to you my research team looked at the FTO gene and there's so many reasons for obesity that you cannot blame it on one gene it's just impossible Right. That makes sense. I know over the years I've had uh, several of our mutual friends and authors on the show. And when it comes to diet, some of their opinions, as you know, they vary greatly. I'm curious, when we look at cellular health, what type of diet do you advocate? Do our genes function better like when we eat like a caveman meat or can plant-based dieters have healthy cells? Great question. Everybody wants to know what the perfect diet is, huh? It. Yeah. Where did your ancestors come from, David? Where do my ancestors come from? I mean, what countries? Yeah. Oh, it, mm-hmm. it, it varies. I've got uh, some from Israel. Like a few yeah, generations back. Israel. Got some of okay. that. Germany. Yeah, so, yeah. A few of them. Right. And so your genes came from there. So what they ate back in that environment is what allowed them to succeed and thrive because they lived. And you're here. So they ate what allowed them to survive in that environment. Right. And so... That you're not there anymore, I assume. You're you're somewhere in the United States, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what you eat depends on your environment, how much sun is there, what how much exercise you do, how much mental work you do, what type of exposures you are surrounded yourself with, you know, how your gut microbiome is. So your diet will change. And unfortunately, there is no set diet. But I will just simply say that the best, you know, way to eat is what makes you feel good. When you eat, you should feel energized, not tired. And you should eat whole food. I mean, that is a a simple one. If it's in a package, you know, it's probably not the best for you. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, it's, it's, it's eat the purest, the best that you, where you fall into. You know, that makes sense. You know, the big thing about, you know, everyone's so focused on food, but there's so many chemicals, even with perceived, quote, healthy food from perfluorinated chemicals in our water to hormones, antibiotics, glyphosate in our fruits and vegetables. Even many cosmetics and skin products contain these toxic ingredients. I'm curious, from a cellular standpoint, I would imagine these things can cause dirty genes. Are there any proactive steps we can take to clean out our cellular house? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And some people, such as my wife, she has a very difficult time actually in moving out some of these chemicals. And I looked at her genetics uh, from the strategy and report, and it was very telling. And she looked at it too. And she's like, oh, that explains so much. Um, so what, what she does, thankfully, uh, she's been doing almost her whole life because she's Russian. And uh, I met her over there back in 99. And 
mm-hmm. stole her and from her parents, and now she's living with me here in the States. Um, but uh, sauna, I mean, if you can sweat, uh, your skin is actually your largest detoxification organ in your entire body. Everybody thinks it's your liver. Your liver is pretty darn big, and it's extremely important. But right. your skin is actually your largest detoxification organ. So sweat. However you want to sweat, doesn't matter if it's infrared, exercise, going out on a hot, sticky day, wearing a lot of clothes, doesn't matter. Just sweat. So forget all this detox teas and all this. Uh, just sweating's actually better. Just get out there and sweat because that makes sense. It's pulling it out of your entire body, whether it's the top, the bottom, or the middle. Yeah, the, 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 the detox teas and the nutrients for detoxification and some of the herbs, all these can be helpful because sweating right. is, a, is the last step. It's, it's you know, you're secreting... Uh, the, the chemicals and the you know from the that are inside of you. So if you are lacking certain nutrients, um, you're not your ability to move those chemicals out of your cells into your blood right. and out through your sweat. It won't be very good. Right, that makes sense. Let's talk about the strategy in genetic testing. I know the test is super easy to take at home. I took mine a couple of weeks ago. I look forward to getting my results. Tell us about this amazing test. So a lot of people get their genetic tests back these days, and it, it talks about a specific gene, and it tells you that it does this, and you need to take this supplement, and that's kind of it. Or, you know, you do 23andMe, and it says, oh, your risk for prostate cancer is 1.4 times the average, and, you know, be mindful. Or you're going to eat asparagus, and you have a gene for asparagus that makes your pee stink. Well, you know, I can eat asparagus and do that on my own and figure that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, so with Stratagene, you know, there's you need to understand that there's about eighteen to nineteen thousand genes in the human genome, and so if we focus in on one particular gene without understanding how genes work together, we're going to miss the boat. Right. We're going to completely miss the boat. And you also need to understand that even if you do a genetic test and your genes are quote-unquote perfect, there's no genetic variance at all, they are still heavily influenced by the environment and what you eat and what you don't eat. And so if you, need, if you only look at a genetic test and it tells you that you have or do not have a genetic variant without diving into the environmental stuff like food, lifestyle, diet, and the environment, then you're not going to get the information you need. And so what Stratagene does is it maps out what we call pathways which demonstrate how number of genes work together. And we show you right there how the speeds of those particular genes work. And then we also show you what nutrients they need and also what can speed them up in terms of working better or faster and also what slows them down. And we give you recommendations uh, on, on how each gene functions as well. So you're, you walk away with a more holistic, truly holistic picture of how your body is working uh, from being born with those particular genes and then what the environment can also do to them. So once I get the results back, I'm curious, depending on the results that, that you see for me, do you then suggest a targeted course of action to improve people's health? So there's no specific targeted course of action because we're looking at probably a hundred different genes and we do not know the individual personally who was tested. So, you know, you can have a particular gene that's not functioning very uh, fast. Maybe it's functioning slowly. So we do not tell you to, oh, this gene is functioning slowly, do this, because we don't know how the gene is acting real time. But what we do is we give you resources. You You get the dirty genes book, which you will read in the interim, 
and before your results come and we get you the dirty jeans online course as well so you you start getting training and preparation for the the uh, results come back so what you get in essence is a map to the treasure and we give you the directions and we give you the tips but you still have to figure out you know how you're going to get yourself to that treasure so it's it's it takes action on your own part and with your doctor and understanding of how these pathways work which we guide you and inform you on how they work you are going to make educated decisions and choices in your life and say you know this is what i need to do so for example want me to give you an example right yeah yeah so let's say you 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 get your strategy test back and you look at your histamine pathway and histamine is associated with you know, exercise-induced asthma, itchy skin, huge reactions to mosquito bites, insomnia, sensitivity to wines, um, you know, that, all these different things. And so if you look at that pathway and you, and you start seeing that you have really slow genes in your histamine pathway, that's telling you that you cannot get rid of histamine very well. So a course of action, right. we, we give you courses of action, well, you know, consider reducing your intake of histamine-containing foods, which are these. Consider supporting yourself with these histamine-supportive supplements, which are these. Um, you know, but it doesn't necessarily mean maybe you get the test back and you don't have any histamine symptoms and you're fine. Um, but typically when we see someone right. with a histamine pathway that's slow, yeah, they're going to have symptoms and we do give you uh, very good guidance on what to do. Yeah, I know one of the biggest complaints I hear at my office from patients is a lack of energy. They feel fatigued. Why do you think so many people are suffering from f- fatigue? Does it have to do down to the cellular level? Yeah, but I would say, you know, our environment is is pervasive with all sorts of things. Number one, I would say for energy is people are dehydrated, hands down. So if you have fatigue and then it per, per, um, heads to uh, a headache, they're dehydrated. So you've got to, you've got to drink filtered water. And you have to utilize electrolytes. I mean, I'm talking magnesium, potassium, sodium, which we get mainly in our diet anyway, but potassium and magnesium are huge. What a lot of people don't understand is they know that they have cellular energy and they might take these energy drinks and so on, which actually makes it worse. But water is the last step which activates your energy uh, to, to go. And if you don't have enough water, you can have all the energy you want in your body but that will not fire. It's like having a bunch of gas, but there's no match. Water is the match for your energy. Yeah. Describe what you mean by not enough water. A lot of patients say, oh, yeah, I I do one to two glasses a day, and that's fine. Some believe six to eight. Is there a specific rule of thumb that you you live by for water? You know, I don't, and it's it's a tricky one um, because I researched the heck out of this, and I do talk about it in the Dirty Jeans course as well, um, which is good. I go in Uh depth on it. Um, but a, a good one is sense of thirst. You know, you should have a sense of thirst. The problem is some people they ignore it or they drink something that further dehydrates them like coffee um, or soda. Um, so that's really not good. You can pinch your skin and your skin should just drop uh, immediately back down. You can pinch the skin on top of your hand. So mine's actually a little slow right now um, because I have not had electrolytes this morning and I uh, slept for about eight hours last night. So you should have a, a glass immediately upon going to bed, and you should have a glass of water uh, before going to bed as well. And if you say, oh, I can't do that, I'm gonna pee, well then you're electrolyte deficient and you're mineral deficient and your adrenals are probably a little bit weak. You should not be getting up in the middle of the night to pee. Wow, good advice, yeah. What about stress? What role does that play in our genetic health? Oh my gosh, that is the key for dirty genes. Um, and I did not understand this, David, when I was initially researching all this genetic stuff. But what we are not told is when we get stressed out, 
we have this huge influx of neurotransmitters in our brain, right? To increase right. our focus and attention, we can run right. away from danger. So that's great. That's awesome. The problem is those neurotransmitters need to get away. And you have genes which process these. And when they process them, a huge amount of hydrogen peroxide, yes, hydrogen peroxide is generated. So have you ever seen a person who's been extremely stressed, maybe from a divorce or a death in their family, and they have gray hair and about a month ago, their hair was fine. So that is high, high stress levels. And so that hydrogen peroxide actually gets everywhere in the body, and then it, it causes this type of issue. So glutathione is a gene, which I discussed in the book, Dirty Genes, which you get with Stratagene, that helps neutralize hydrogen peroxide. So if you're totally stressed out, you're depleting your glutathione. If you're taking Tylenol, you're depleting glutathione. If you're exposed to formaldehyde, which is everywhere, or chlorine right. in your drinking water or your shower, you're depleting your glutathione. So... Stress is, stress is bad, and we increase our stress um, through, through many, many ways. And you might be genetically susceptible to it, as you'll find in the, in the strategy report. Yeah. What about dietary supplements for optimal gene expression? If you, I guess if you can choose the top three favorites, what would you recommend? Uh, I hit two already. Electrolytes, number one. Two up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number and one. then glutathione would be another one. Um, because if your genes are dirty through hydrogen peroxide and chemicals in the environment, they're not going to function. And you'll see that all, all over right. your strategy report. So electrolytes, glutathione, and then, boy, um, we're talking a general class of vitamins here. Yeah, just your general. Then I would say a multivitamin, multi, yeah, multivitamin, multimineral after that. Um, because, as I said, genes have jobs to do, and they require vitamins and minerals in order to function, as you will see on your strategy and pathways. You'll see riboflavin on there. You'll see B6. You'll see zinc, copper, iron. You'll see it all over the report. And if you do not have those uh, nutrients in sufficient amounts, those genes don't work. Even if you do not have a genetic variant, you celebrate. It's like, oh, look, I don't have a genetic variant in this particular gene. Yeah, but you know what, pal? Um, You are deficient in that particular nutrient that gene needs, and it's not working very well. Wow. Interesting. What about, I'm curious, certain like genetic factors like the BRCA genes, which uh, increase the risk of breast cancer. I know we got celebrities like Angelina Jolie, Sharon Osbourne, Christina Applegate have all made national news when they chose to get their breasts removed to prevent, you know, I guess future for this BRCA mutation. In your opinion, is that going to extremes or once they have that, that's destiny? Well, you know, Again, we're looking at one particular gene, and sometimes one particular gene is, is really significant. I mean, if you look at the genes that you know, cause celiac disease, right? One gene, you got celiac, right. boom. Um, you know, but is there a particular gene that causes Hashimoto's or rheumatoid arthritis or Crohn's? No, there's hundreds of genes. Um, so that's not the case. So in terms of BRCA, what we need to understand is, is what BRCA gene does. BRCA gene senses DNA damage and it sends an alarm, says, hey, there's DNA damage here, come and fix it. So there's a lot of other genes that do that too. It's not, BRCA is not the only one. The body has all sorts of backup mechanisms in order to support us. So if, let's say I was a woman and I had the BRCA gene, would I go and get a radical mastectomy or mastectomy? No, I would not. Would I be putting myself at risk? I don't think so, um, because the best thing I learned in oncology was one sentence. Cancer is not a noun. It's a verb. It's a, it's a accumulation of choices you've made through your lifetime or exposures that you've been exposed to in your lifetime that have 
triggered your cells to act in a way that they're acting now. And if you do a radical mastectomy because you have the BRCA gene, you have, you have performed a noun. You have removed your breasts, thinking that you're good. But remember, the job of the BRCA gene is to sense danger and signal the alarm. So if you think that you're now safe and now you're going to go eat donuts and you don't sauna and you don't take your supplements and you're going to make, you know, not eat very right. well, then you're still going to be you know, susceptible to, to cancers. So truly, I love your concept is, is don't look at one snapshot, look at all the photographs. And that's kind of like how you, you look yes. at the pathways, you look at the big picture, you back up and, you know, I've talked to, you know, MDs, they, oh, you're LDL, you're HDL, that means you're going to have heart disease, you got, it's a bigger picture, which I think people are now learning, even cholesterol is back up, look at more levels, more things, lifestyle, different types of expression on our genes or our findings, which is great. I'm curious, what's your opinion on stem cell treatment? Many experts say it's the future of medicine. Do you see that? That coming down the pike? Uh, I've done it. Um, I've done it in my knee and it, it did help. Uh, my wife did it, didn't help. Um, so I think stem cell treatment is still new. I think it's in a pioneering phase. Um, I do think it has a lot of potential. I do think there's a lot of scammy companies out there mm-hmm. um, as well. So you got to really do your due diligence. It's expensive. You know, I had it in my knee because I had a knee injury from a snowboarder who whacked me and, and, uh, you know, it wasn't a surgical repair. It wasn't a prolotherapy repair. It was just a weird pain. Right. And um, the stem cell treatment helped a lot. Um, and uh, my wife has a, her genes are very, very pro-inflammatory, um, which she's been struggling with rheumatoid arthritis since she was 17 years old. And uh, she's doing really well now, but her, her joints are, you know, seeing the aftermath of that. So we tried stem cell treatment for her. Uh, didn't help. Um, didn't help at all. So it's in the early phases, but yeah, but down the road that um, I think we've got a big picture here. It's exciting. I, I love the cellular level. I love how this strategy and you're looking at the, the, the bare essence, you know, the, 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 the very minuscule part that makes us who we are, not just symptoms and not just our background or our gene or family tree. It's really looking at ourselves. And I commend you for really bringing to the forefront cellular health. I think that's, that's the future. I don't think it is stem. So I think you're onto the cutting edge right here. And I love what you do. And the minute we have left, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the list? Listeners we didn't cover today. Yeah, I would basically say that, you know, dirty genes are struggling, you know, are something that are affecting you every single day. And when you, you know, come to the uh, idea of wanting to order a genetic test, you know, or maybe you don't, um, just start understanding how your genes work. So pick up a copy of Dirty Genes. Um, if you want to go right to genetic testing, pick up Stratagene and you get Dirty Genes with it. Um, but it is extremely empowering. It's a journey. Um, uh, as David said, it's, it's, a you know, it's not a snapshot, you know, it's, you can change. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks so much for sharing such great information with us. And, uh, I know you're busy and I've been trying to get you on the show and I'm excited to share this with the listeners to learn more about Dr. Ben Lynch or to get your copy of Dirty Jeans, go to drbenlynch.com and be sure to sign up for his newsletter and receive your free copy of 26 Steps to Clean Genes. To learn more about Stratagene genetic testing or to get your kit like I did, go to strategene.me and I'm going to spell that for you. It's S 
S-T-R-A-T-E-G-E-N-E dot me, not dot com. Remember, it's all about me. That's how you remember that. You can follow Dr. Lynch on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dr. Ben Lynch. And from my daily Facebook and Twitter post, I'm at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard Dr. Lynch share something today that would benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to yourgoodhealthradio.com or radiomd.com and peruse our podcast library. Share these segments with friends and family, coworkers, and on social media. This information is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.